0: Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, in this episode, we're talking about six things a corporate will do after they buy your physical therapy practice, or six things that they may do. I'm Dave Kittle, owner of Concierge Pain Relief Home Physical Therapy in the new york city area and the ceo of the Fieldmaker group are currently speaking with practice owners about partnering or acquiring some or all of their practice that sounds like you feel free to reach out to me email website linkedin you can find me online let's get into the six things that a corporate will do or may do if they buy or acquire your physical therapy practice number one they want to keep you around we've talked about this a lot on the show a transitional period they want to minimize risk they want to keep you on In some cases, at the very least, it's got to be 90 days or three to six months. But ideally, a lot of buyers like us or other corporates, private equity-backed corporates that we're talking about today, they want to keep you on for one or two or three years. The longer that they can keep you on, the more that they can minimize risk. They can make sure that the staff and the culture and morale is retained and it's a steady ship. But number two, things that private equity-backed corporates may do, number two, fire you. Now, why? At some point in the first six months, 12 months of this partnership, of this agreement, it's possible that there could be a fundamental disagreement about how the practice should be run. Obviously, you as the practice owner, you've been growing the practice over X amount of years, probably 10, 15, 20 years. And this corporate or private equity backed sponsor, they usually have a very accelerated focus in regards to what they want out of the practice. It's not all this. Is, I don't want this to be a blanket statement about all private equity backed corporates, And obviously, there's a lot of good out there. But if you get to the point in the first year that there's a really big fundamental difference in how the practice is run or how you and the corporate, the new buyer or the new partner believes the practice should be run, obviously, something's going to break there. And if they are majority owners, then obviously, they'll have more say. It is possible with some of these private equity-backed corporates that they could have minority ownership, maybe 30 or 40% ownership of your practice, but they could have veto rights over things like this, over final decisions about major decisions in going on in your practice. So all the sorts of things you want to know about, you want to communicate that upfront. If you're speaking with a private equity-backed corporate, obviously we're not going to mention anybody by name here, but they do a lot of great, as far as I've seen, they do a lot of good in the ecosystem of physical therapy practices and growth and transitions and all that. Number three, consider this, that they will probably or they may put debt on your business. And if you're a practice owner, you have probably tried to minimize debt and maybe only taken out some lines of credit for either working capital or things like construction or refurbishments or whatever. But many practice owners are very risk-verse. We understand that. We have seen and spoke with a lot of practice owners. And when we do, we look at their financials. And a lot of them or most of them don't really have debt on their business. But why would a private equity-backed sponsor, a private equity-backed corporate physical therapy practice or company why would they put that on your business? Well, they can. And that's part of their model. They're using that to basically maximize their return on investment. And so if they put less of their money in the deal to acquire your practice and other money coming from a debt component where they're going to just pay interest on that debt, but it's they're using a private equity money that was raised in a fund and they're using that to acquire some or all of your practice. And so that's just part of their model. All this type of stuff, you should be communicating with these potential buyers up front, understanding like who, um, well, where's this money coming from? What are the contingencies around this capital, et cetera? Number four, sacred cows. Sacred cows are all on the table and potentially on the chopping block here. Sacred cows could be your friends, your family, people that are in the business that may not be performing optimally or they're low performing. And maybe it's a, it could be a spouse. It could be a brother, sister. It could be a cousin, someone that could be part of your practice, or they're on payroll, and they're not really pulling their weight. Things like that happen right? in all these family businesses across the country, including physical therapy practices. And if a private equity corporate buyer comes in, those individuals, those family members, those friends could absolutely be on the chopping block and be let go or transitioned out or fired if they're not performing. It just it has to make sense economically for any buyer, really, even buyers like us as well, but especially uh, in this situation. Number five, they want to sweat the assets. Now, you're a practice owner. You're usually looking a lot more in your accountant, looking maybe a little bit more on the profit and loss statements. But private equity firms, they will certainly will work hard on your balance sheet. And what they'll do is they'll make sure... Now, there's not a lot of inventory with physical therapy practices, but they will want to make sure that they are reducing accounts receivable, they're increasing payables, They want to reduce things like the extended, you know, over 60 days, over 90 days of accounts receivable. They want to minimize that. So they'll bring, usually they'll have like their own billing team, they'll other billing resources and support because they want to maximize cash flow. So if a patient is treated today and you bill out that claim today or you bill it out tomorrow, they're trying to capture and obtain that cash for that that reimbursement and that payment for that visit as soon as possible. Number six, they could, engage in something called special distributions, and there's other words and other phrases and other techniques around it. But basically, private equity firms and corporate-backed buyers, they want to try to take some money off the table as much as possible. They are, in some cases or many cases, any of these corporates that are usually 25 or 50 or 100 locations or more, usually they're private equity-backed. A lot of that is public knowledge, and and it's online. You can Google it. But they're going to try to legally take special distributions as much as possible to pay off Things like these monthly loan debts, the monthly debt service of the private equity money. And some of this private equity money money, again comes from their fund that they raise. But then also another component is that they'll go to financial institutions and they'll use debt instruments. They'll basically take out debt and use that as part of the transaction. And that could be partly the transaction of buying your practice and many other practices that they're partnering or buying right now in real time. And so they will be able to in the purchase agreement and in the, uh, in the agreement that you and the corporate potentially agree to are things like special distributions. And they'll want to take out these special distributions to again, pay off that loan debt as much as possible. They want to settle that up as fast as possible. And then if they, if, and when they do settle up with that, then they're playing with house money. And so everything else after that would be profit for them, which then they will pay back their investors who invested in that private equity fund and then have additional profits for themselves, their executives, team, et cetera. So that was really quick, really, really quick. Six things that a potential, a corporate potentially might do or will do. And this is what a lot of private equity firms will do across the board of any you know, software companies, other, other verticals across any area of business But specifically, in this case, with private equity-backed corporates that, let's say, have 100 locations or more, these are some things that could happen or may happen or in some cases will happen. So hopefully, that gives you a little bit more insight there. Feel free to reach out to us if you're looking for a physical therapist, partnership, or a, a transition where you're not looking to sell to a corporate. And obviously I made this video so that we could kind of differentiate ourselves and I'm putting out all this content out there publicly and a lot of these other corporates are not. And they have the opportunity to certainly do so and say that I'm wrong or say, you know, correct me or, or something like that. But we're looking to partner with practice owners out there. And we have many practice owners coming to us that obviously have been contacted by the last three, four, five, maybe even 10 years, been contacted by every corporate and, and every big uh, physical therapy chain. And there's nothing wrong with them. I know many of them, But many of the practitioners that reach out to us, they'd rather sell to a smaller group or a smaller core that has a few physical therapists in the group that will potentially be a a good steward or maybe a better steward of their reputation, of their legacy during their transition of their practice. So feel free to reach out to me. I'm Dave Kittle. Subscribe to the show if you find this interesting, helpful, or valuable. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. And we'll catch you here next time on The Dave Kittle Show. Bye. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at concierge pain That's D A V E at C O N C I E R G E pain or You can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.